Happy Thursday, everyone. As we approach the end of the week, I am excited to have Kinley on the pod today, Redshirt Jr. on a women's soccer team at Western Kentucky. I know you just had ankle surgery. Uh, what is your plan for this upcoming season? Uh, like, what's a realistic target date for you to get back on the field with your teammates and, and be full go? So, actually, with my surgery, um, it's like a minimum of eight months recovery. So, I won't be able to play this season, um, which this season will be my senior season. Um, and so, yeah. Okay. Like, I know you, I know you already been through a lot, and I saw you got hurt. Like, you say you have four ankle surgeries. Um and, you know, when you consistently be on that surgery table, it can be tough on you mentally and, you know, self-doubt can creep in. But how are you able to stay mentally strong, you know, through it all? Um, and because when I go through stuff like that, I tend to lie on God and, and fall back on my faith and, and uh, just know that he's always in control and everything happens for a reason. But how, how are you able to stay mentally strong after having four ankle surgeries and, and staying motivated? Yeah, for sure. Um, no, it's, I mean, first off, it's it's hard. And um, I'd be lying if I didn't say that it didn't get super tough at times. Right. Um, but and to rely on Christ throughout the entire thing. Um, since being in college, I've had now five ankle surgeries and a heart surgery. And so um, adversity has been my right hand man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been easy for me, but... I have learned that relying on Christ is the way to do it. Um, I quickly learned that, you know, I, I can't go through this on my own and um, not my own strength or anything. And it's a, it's his fight, not mine. So I just hand it over to him, give it to him, and trust that he has a plan for my life. And um, I have a purpose for going through all of this. Right. And I remember when I, when I was playing college basketball, you know, I didn't have – uh, I didn't have the, the the best career, and it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to. But now, as a, as I look back, being three years removed from college, now I look back and and now I see why God put me in certain situations because it really helped me grow as a young man and it elevated my character as a person. And now I'm like meeting people, you know that you know important people in my life that I could talk to. I can be able to talk to anybody and not be discouraged no matter who the person is. And I think that's where my gift is from. And you just got, well, you already know um, that you just, you just have to know that, you know, you're put in certain situations because it's God is molding you and, and preparing you for what's near in the future. And that's how I always felt. And um, do you plan on playing uh, the rest of your two years? Cause you have two years of eligibility, right? watch me do it like 
perfectly. Like my ankle would have to be 110%. And so, I don't know. It's uh, It was very tough hearing that. Um, it took a while to really let that like soak in. And um, I don't know, it's hard. Like growing up, you know, I dreamed of playing D1 soccer and then right. I get here and it's like, your season's over now because you've had now five ankle surgeries. Yeah. Um, it's, my God, you know, like there are so many times that I was just laying in bed, just crying. And I'm like, why can I not just play? Like, I worked for this my entire life. Now I'm here. Like, why can I not, why can I not just do this? Mm-hmm. Um, it's now that I'm kind of like on the end of it. I hope <laughs> um, it's like, I have a new perspective and, I have, I have, like, I'm content, and, like, before giving it to Christ and allowing him to do what he wants to do with it, I wasn't content. I was crying mm-hmm. myself to sleep. I was frustrated. I was questioning God, and now I'm to the point where I'm so deep in my faith that it's like, God, I know that you're going to do what's best for me, and if it's not good, then you're not done, so. Right. Yeah. So, so what's your mindset with that? You just don't know yet what you're like actually going to do, like the direction you're going to take. Like I saw this, yeah. I saw one of your Instagram posts, and it, it intrigued me a lot because you said that uh, at first you wasn't being a Christian athlete, you wasn't putting two together, and mm-hmm. I, I thought that was just such a beautiful post because you know we want things in our life to happen and align with each other, but that's it just don't happen. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't work like that, and and that's what God comes in and helps you through along the way. But what's your, I mean, what's your mindset and your direction after hearing all the information that your doctor uh, gave you? I'm not going to lie. After hearing that the first time, um, you know, I walked back to my car after my doctor told me that this is what was going to happen and stuff. I went back to my car, called my parents and cried. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was tough. And, um, you know, my first few surgeries, I kind of, like, lost myself um, throughout the process. I had my identity set in soccer. And so when that got taken from me or put on hold, it's like, who who am I? You know, I've been a Christian my whole life, but it wasn't until all of this came that mm-hmm. I really, like, formed a deep relationship with him. Um, but, you know, it... My mindset's good now. Um, I'm I'm content, and you know, there's there's moments where I will, you know, get a little upset and a little frustrated, sad. Like, you know, I just I just want to play the sport that I love, but then I have to redirect my mind and be like, Kenley, this is all for a greater purpose. Um, focus on the things that you can control, and you're put in this position for a reason. How can you impact people in the position that you're in right here? Because clearly, you're not going to be able to play right now. Right. But trying to stress over that. Be where your feet are, focus on that, impact people through that. So that's what my mindset has been throughout this, just like rewiring it, like taking myself back there. Mm-hmm. Like God's got you. So. Okay, so are you going to be like at every practice this year and still be communicating with all your coaches? What, what are your coaches saying to you right now as you go through this? Um, They have been extremely supportive of me throughout this. Um. You know, I mean, it's 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 been tough, and I think it's really been hard on them to like watch me go through this, right, right. Um, like surgery after surgery after surgery, and um, you know, I mean, he's he's my coach, so he has to watch me go mm-hmm. through that. And, you know, I never really even 
thought about that. Um, but they've all just been so supportive and, um, they, uh, you know, said that I can still be on the team and do whatever they've given me. Like, um, like I have some options to where like, I can just be like a normal injured player, that kind of thing. Or, you know, I can have some like, uh, tasks to do to help out the team and stuff like that like I could leave the okay. chapel um that we have on Sunday mornings remember we have games and stuff like that um just little things like that so you know it's I'm truly blessed to have them as my coaches because they've been so supportive throughout this whole thing so okay and when you, when you are at practice and the experiences you already had and Western Kentucky um how is the energy and the environment w- within the program meaning uh, are, are you and your teammates close? Does everyone tend to seem close with each other on and off the field? How is that like? Oh, yeah. Yes, I mean, the word to describe us, and I mean, I know this sounds so cliche for teams and stuff, but we're just one big family. Like, mm-hmm. I could call up anyone on my team, and if I had any kind of trouble and I was like, hey, I need you to get here, they'd be there in a heartbeat. Um, and, I mean, it's like that with every single player. Like, I've... They've all got my back. I've got their back. Um, when we're not at practice or whatever, like, we're hanging out. Um, right. That's what's up. Yeah, but, yeah, most people are like, you know, you get tired of your teammates, and it's like you leave soccer at soccer, and then you get to go home and get home. But it's like we're together 24-7. We never get tired of each other. Mm-hmm. We don't argue, fight. Like, we're literally family. Okay, nice. What's one thing that you learned most from your coaches and your teammates? You would say that that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life after you graduate. Mm, man, there's there's a lot. Um, but just, I would say, man, I would say how to truly be there for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout all of this, I mean, I would have never imagined how they have been like so 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 supportive and they've been with me every step of the way i know there's times that i wasn't the nicest person just because i was so upset and frustrated and they didn't go away they cheered me on they're my biggest cheerleaders um just you know kinley if you need anything let me know i'm always here for you i mean i'd be getting those texts daily from them so yeah okay and set aside go ahead my bad no, you're good. You're good. Uh, you set aside the soccer part. Um, what do you What do you want to accomplish uh, before you graduate at, at Western Kentucky? What do you want to be remembered by? What do you want to accomplish? Is there something left? Is there something left on your plate that you that you gotta have before you graduate? What is that? Yeah. No. If you would have asked me that um, as a senior in high school, I would say um, I want to have record stats. Yeah. Same. Like, I want to be, I want to be one of the greatest players to go through Western Kentucky. Like, if you would have asked me that my senior year, but now asking me that, I want to leave a legacy of people looking back and being like, you know, Emily worked her butt off to get to where she is, and she faced all of this, but she showed up with a smile every single day. She was able to just persevere through all of it and I want I want people to remember me with that like she was able to focus on Christ and that is what got her through life um so I really just you know want people to remember me for the um love that I have for Christ and for trying to get people to know Christ and spreading his word and then 
just persevering through whatever came my way with a smile on <laughs> Okay, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Switching topics a little bit. I noticed that you participated in the NIL Summit in Atlanta a few weeks ago. How did that come about, and how was your experience being there? Oh, it was awesome. It was it was so cool. I got to meet people who I would have never met. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just athletes from all over the country. It was it was so cool. Um, I actually showed up to like I really don't know what his title is. I call him the NIL director. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up to his office one day. Um, he was just kind of like, "Hey, you're going to this," and I was like, "What?" And he kind of told me about it. I was like, oh, that, you know, that sounds so cool. And so um, me and another football player went. I mean, it was it was a blast. I learned so much and, you know, just making connections and really just, once again, like getting to meet everyone was just so, 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 so cool. Like I have over like 50 new friends. That's what's <laughs> up. Like, yeah, who are in like the same boat as me, which is so cool. Like going through NIL, but also like, you know, you're an athlete, so you're, you're a human, and so mm-hmm. you just, everyone's in the same boat. It was, it was really cool. Nice, nice. You know, what is your opinion on the NIL deals? Because obviously there's pros and cons to it all. Um, I think it's great for athletes to get paid off their image and lightliness and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But do you think some NIL deals can take away the work ethic and the passion? You know, what are your thoughts on that? Because there's some NIL deals out there that are, a million, two million dollars. I mean, people getting free cars. I think that that's a lot to handle. Uh, that's a lot to ask a 20 year old to handle, you know, before they turn pro. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of money. And people, a lot of people come from nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, so do you think it, it takes away the work ethic or the passion? Like, what, what's your, I want to, I want to know your perspective on that. Yeah. Um, when I, uh, I mean, I honestly don't know and cons with it um I mean I don't really know where to start when I first started with it I wasn't a huge fan of it because I just kind of was in a rut I didn't really like social media I just kind of thought that it like it kind of took a hold of me and I was very sucked in and it was toxic and so whenever that came along I just got super like overwhelmed and stressed and um, when it was new, like I felt like I needed to be doing everything and yeah. like saying yes to every deal. And so then it became like too much for me to handle, like being an athlete, injury, that and school work. It was just, it was a lot. Um, but when you handle it correctly and stuff, I think it's, I think it's awesome. It's so cool. And a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh, you know, these athletes are just getting free stuff for no reason but if you talk to a lot of people who are influencers and who are like really excelling in the nil world they're either a really good athlete and obviously you're not going to be a really good athlete coming from nothing like you're going to put in the work ethic to be a good athlete right right um so i think like that's that's fine and stuff and then or you're just really good with social media and a lot of people are like, you're just posting stuff. Like what? Like right. no, there's, if you sit down and like really talk to some people, like there's a lot of work that goes into it. Like it's genuinely a job. Um, having to post stuff, you know, you have to post stuff at certain times. Um, like, not like, for real. Uh, 
was talking to people, getting on calls all the time, um, making sure you post a certain amount, um, a certain amount of stories a day. Like it, it genuinely is um, a job, and it's a it's a blessing. It's awesome to have that kind of. Well, I wouldn't say burden, but like to have that kind of stress. But I, overall, I I love it, and I think it's an amazing opportunity. And I think everyone should expand on that while they are in college. Do, do you have Do you have like a, a official like NIL deal like through through like major companies right now? Um, I'm working on um, some stuff right now. Uh, so to be continued. Yeah, 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 you don't gotta tell you. Yeah. Tell you 
or try to demonize you, you know what I'm saying? And that just shows you that you're in a good position and that you're doing something right with your life. You know what I'm saying? But uh, to wrap, yeah, to wrap up this episode, um, what 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 is your plans after college? What do you what do you want to do as far as you know your career wise and and uh, getting a job that you want or just staying in the sports industry? Maybe maybe coaching. What, what's your direction that you think you're you know uh, moving towards after college? Yeah, um, I'm not really sure. I haven't like decided totally yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought being a CPT, which that's a certified personal trainer, and so I could do that through social media and stuff like that. Um, thought about being um, a real estate agent. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, I think that would be like so fun. Just you know, I hate sitting at a desk twenty four seven. Yeah, I would love to get up and I would meet new people daily, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I personally love being able to talk with people, so that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and then I thought, like, I thought a little bit about, like, ministry. Um, nice. I'm not sure it's what, but I enjoy being able to, you know, just spread the gospel. And, you know, even if it's from my social media, um, but just capitalizing on any chance that I can with that. So 